What is good, everyone? This is season seven. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it is season three, episode seven. And we are going on to Fallen Angels Are Aliens, part two. I did say we get back into it, so we're going to talk a bit more on that point. And I want everybody to listen in here, and those that are listening on other websites or other distribution centers such as Apple, Google, wherever, I highly, highly recommend you come and listen on Anchor. It helps support the podcast. You don't know how much it means to me to keep doing this for you folks. Because one, Apple and Google, if you're listening on to this right now, you need to get off and you need to get on Anchor because you're supporting human trafficking. Okay? You need to get off of it. And I'm going to keep saying that every single podcast until everyone gets off of Apple and Google and starts getting on Anchor to support this podcast. Because you're supporting the satanic elite. You're supporting the satanic bloodlines. You're supporting the systems they have created. So get off of it. Now. Do it. Don't hesitate. Just do it now. Because you're literally helping human trafficking. You're literally helping murderous rituals continue. You're literally helping the system continue. It's a dead system, yes. It's going to collapse, yes. But as long as you keep continuing to be a part of that and listening to my podcast on there, you're literally being a hypocrite. A complete hypocrite. And I will call every single person out as a hypocrite who listens to my podcast on a satanic platform. It's an abomination. You shouldn't be doing that. No. That's... No. (laughs) No, do not do that. So, to stop supporting them, get off of Apple. Get off of Google. I'm going to say it every single podcast from here on out until everyone gets off. Now, with that being said, we're going to move forward into Fallen Angels Part 2. We're going to talk... Not too much in depth into all types of hybrid races about the fallen angels and what they really have created, but we're going to get into a couple of them. So for example, there would be the Anunnaki. We did talk a little bit about them already, but we're going to talk a little bit more in depth and how they're more of the uh, lizard people. But then we're going to also talk about the Hyperboreans, which is another demonic race that presents themselves as off this planet in another world. But I will mention others, but we're not going to get into them. With that being said, The others, for example, would be the Vril, okay? This would be the Vril Society. The Vril Society is what Hitler promoted. It's different from the Hyperboreans. 
And I'll speak on that in a little bit, the difference. But Vril would be the 8-foot-plus beautiful albino-looking people. Now, you'll see albino-looking people, but they're not going to be like 8-foot-plus. But another name for the Vril would be Ariani. Another race would be Kumaras. And the Kumaras are a type of humanoid from Buddhist Shambhala. Okay, Shambhala is one of the cities in Hollow Earth. So all the mythology that's spoken of, it's not mythology. It's just these things are hidden. Another would be the Nomos. Now these are more evil spirits of the Dogon religion in Africa, which eventually became Dagon because it was related to the water. And Dagon is the fish god. He's not, he doesn't look like a fish, it's just controls the sea life in a way. Then there's the Darrow, can be spelled one or two ways, D-E-R-O or D-A-R-R-O-W. And these are elephant people. Now, the closest thing people will be able to recognize this being that is portrayed in any movie, TV show, video game, whatever it is, is Jupiter Ascending. Twice that creature is placed in that movie. Okay, it's, it's, it's humanoid, but it's also an elephant. The reason why is because it has humanoid body, but it has the head of an elephant, so it has a small trunk and a face, has the big has the flappy ears, not big, but it's more human size. So those are the few hybrid races and somewhat spiritual as to what has been discovered so far. Now, the alien greys, they're another. That would be, for example, like E.T. Even though he wasn't grey, he was brown. <laughs> the alien greys, those are just... They're about like three to four feet in, in height. And they are the big head, black, bulging, oval eyes. And... Those are also a creation in a lab. They're not from another planet. There's no evidence to say that any of these beings that have been created that have been publicly searched and sought out and researched come from another planet. Because all the physical evidence that is there are beings that have been created here on Earth. 
There's not been any physical evidence to date of any physical beings from another, another planet. Now, you may disagree with me on that, but the fact remains, if you don't have the facts, the hard physical evidence, you can't say they are from another planet. The only logical conclusion is that they were created here on Earth. Why? Because the satanic bloodlines, along with fallen angels, and the kingdom of darkness, and other beings, demons, and whatnot, have been creating these things. That's why God flooded the world, is because the abomination was destroying the human genome. So, I'll talk a little bit about Anunnaki and Hyperboreans. Now, there is a possibility that the Vril Society are the same as the Hyperboreans. And that's because they look, based upon research and the evidence, is them looking roughly the same. Now... That being said, Hyperboreans, we're going to focus a little more on because they have more of a connection to public evidence. Besides the real society, because the real society was more towards when Hitler was around and there isn't too much information compared to Hyperboreans. But according to some, there is a connection between a wealthy family and Russia. Possibly the Romanovs. Possibly a different family. But it is, according to these witnesses, they say these beings are from Pleiades. But from more research, there's actually come to the conclusion they actually are a Nordic race, the Orion race. So that's why there's the possibility of them being the Vril race, because the Vril race was also in a connection to the Orion race. Okay? So... They don't originate from Pleiades. They don't. They originate from the Kingdom of Darkness. How it started, I can't say that because that information isn't even public. That information isn't even to the extent that one would be able to find it on the internet because the internet is created by CERN, which is owned and funded by the Rockefellers. Now, of course, besides them having a humanoid look, appearance to them, what they do is they use, they use vices as a deception for takeover of the individual's spiritual realm. And what they usually do, because they claim themselves to be from another planet, Besides the vices, you know, the usual drugs, pedophilia, murder, 
whatever it may be, you know, different crimes against humanity, would also be other simple things, such as cosmology, astrology, numerology. And this is a basic indoctrination. way you can really see this is the most recent TV series, The Dark Crystal. Now, they didn't finish it out, the Netflix series, but the three races in there. There's the ones that are enslaved, and then there's the ones that are enslaving. And then from the original Dark Crystal, there's another race that also is in the series. So this other race, it's more, they're, they're very peaceful. And the ones that are doing the enslaving are evil and draining energy from the Dark Crystal and doing different things to make that happen. But what they did with the leader of the enslaved group was give this individual access, access throughout the universe for, if I'm not mistaken, it was like a thousand years or more or something like that. It was around that. But this individual was just chilling out in a chair and traversing the universe and going through this, the cosmos and learning about everything in the universe and whatnot. And that's how they deceived the leader. So that way they would enslave the leader's race. Same thing applies with the satanic bloodlines, the royal families, the way that the enemy infiltrates. They go to the leader, do monarch mind control programming in order to give them vices while controlling them through blackmail and other sorts of things. Now, I want to speak on this one point. I got this from the book Kingdom Government and the Promise of Sheep Nations. It's in chapter 14, The Mystery of Iniquity, pages 141 to 143. It's a good book or to actually understand how end times is to be. Because end times that's being propagandized is by the satanic bloodlines and not by the Lord. But that being said, here is what archaeometry is. And you're not going to find this on the internet, of course. You have to do the research in in-depth on this, but because you're not going to have to do the in-depth research on this this other individual, whose name is Bill, Bill <laughs> Snowden-Bellen, or Snow-Bellen, forgive me if I mispronounced his last name, but he says here, and I quote, a very advanced branch of black magic and voodoo which involves cultivating the ability to enter into alternate universes. And then you go into the, these universes, and you try and energize the universe. 
become the god of that universe, and then draw power from that universe back into your own universe. I'm going to pause right there, because that's exactly what they're showing in Doctor Strange, the latest movie from Marvel. If you don't, if you didn't see it, I'm just going to ruin it. Essentially, what happened was the leader that was helping people perform magic and sorcery by bringing things from another realm into their reality. The leader was drawing evil energy into their realm in order for her to live a long life. So, same thing. This started, moving back, back into what Bill is saying, this started out basically as part of the worship of the star god Sirius, which is known in Egypt as Set, which is the Egyptian version of the devil. The idea is that because there was a black dwarf star of Sirius next to the white star Sirius, it became known as Sirius A and Sirius B. Ancient magicians realized that they could use that black star as a gateway into an alternate universe. And so that's how they discovered Universe B. Then later on there was Universe C and D and E and so on. The person who comes back invariably seems to have amped up their power by a whole order of magnitude. It's believed by these people that this is a very easy way of becoming a living god. The fact of the matter is that you're doing it by demonic power, and if indeed you're entering other universes, those are universes populated by extremely evil beings and extremely wise and cruel beings. So we're going to go ahead and take a short break right here. When we come back, we're going to get into more about fallen angels or aliens. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back, everyone. Appreciate you all staying tuned in and listening to this podcast on Anchor. Again, please get off of Apple Podcast and Google Play and, and all that as much as you can. Because you, when you listen to this podcast on, on those stations, you're promoting human trafficking, you're promoting the satanic bloodline and their technology and their enhancements and systems and so on. So you want to support the right people that provides you the, the right information. But with that being said, we're going to continue on. So we did speak about the Hyperboreans how they have a bit of a relation towards the Vril Society and how they use cosmology, astrology, numerology, and astral projection in a way. I didn't mention that beforehand, but yes, astral projection is another one of it as well. But in order to really deceive someone into believing they use their... <laughs> They use a star from a different universe in order to gain power to feel like a god. Okay, so being that is the case with the evil side, when it comes to the Lord and what he has to offer, 
he allows us to access our star. Okay, we all have a star. So instead of accessing some star in some universe that's actually in control by very evil beings, you have your own star that was created for you by the Lord. But you have to be able to go into the spirit you know, in order to see it and work with it. Once you are able to, then you use that star to power yourself and power yourself in doing things that you will be able to accomplish, whatever it may be. And it'll be in the right aspect. It'll be helping everyone while they are with the Lord. But moving on to the Anunnaki. It's one that people are usually known to hear about than really the other races, and that's normal. Because the Anunnaki, or the lizard people, I see them to be as two different beings at times, but mainly they are the same thing. With that being said, they're a mix of humanoid, reptilian, and fallen angel DNA. Those are the main components, besides the mRNA. Now, what the Anunnaki do, the lizard people, they do, they usually stick towards infiltration in key areas that have the most power. Hence the satanic bloodline. So what they'll do is they will do an Egyptian ritual. So the satanic bloodlines, what they'll do is when someone is born, the Holy Spirit actually has its power, has his power on the soul of the baby. Okay? So when the individual, whether they're a baby or they grow up, they just they destroy that connection. They they do and perform multiple rituals in order to destroy that ability to be connected with the Lord. So when they do that, then they perform the Egyptian ritual where they are murdered and they stay dead for three days. And during these three days, the Anunnaki, the lizard people, they perform the ritual. So that way they are able to inhabit the body. This would then be lycanthropy, where the individual is able to transform into the lizard or whether it's a different type of creature, they can morph into that. But the individual soul comes back into the body. This individual did go to hell, but they are now back. So when they die, they are going to hell. They have no salvation because they did rituals in order to cut off that salvation. And because they did so and performed the Egyptian ritual, the necromancy ritual, they now have no salvation. Okay, this is all the satanic bloodlines that go through this. Other than that, then there is the chance of salvation where if someone did accept the Lord as their savior and the Egyptian necromancy ritual was performed on them, they are saved. 
It's the only way that they'd be able to be saved out of that. Now, the lizard people, they can only inhabit the body if they perform the Egyptian necromancy ritual. They can't inhabit a, a fleshy body without the soul being in there. If they were to inhabit it without the soul, they wouldn't be able to utilize it. They wouldn't be able to ship shaft and influence the individual to believe that they actually have all this power when they're dead men walking to begin with. Now, with that being said, I'm going to go into a little bit more onto the Illuminati and how disgusting they really are. Not into the uh, extreme ways of how disgusting they are, but based upon so far one individual... I realize it is one individual's account on this in-depth version, but apart from their detailed account, there are others that have same accounts on various levels that are that have never met with this individual. This individual's name is Robert. I'm not going to reveal his last name because his last name was not revealed. I did not do the interview with him. I did not do any of the inner healing and deliverance with this individual at all on any level. I'm just providing information Robert provided so far. Now, it's not going to be all the information, but it's a good majority. So, for example... The, the way that has the capability for the son of perdition to inhabit upon the earth to deceive people would be using looking glass technology. And looking glass technology... This is, it's, it's a hologram projection. That's essentially what it is, where you'd see it in the air, it looks real, but it isn't. Now, during rituals, Robert actually saw the Queen of England, Elizabeth I, and Prince Charles, perform lycanthropy, and eat children. The Dutch royal family has more power than the Windsor family. And I can attest to this because of what I've heard from those on a base level in the countries from the Netherlands to 
the UK, there's a bit of a difference in the oppression. It's a little bit more oppressed in the Netherlands. Now, there are implants that also are in inside the individuals, but the implants have a self-destruct sequence that can cause the implant to disintegrate. And the reason is so that way there's no evidence left. Now, being that said, when going into when listening into the interview, you can check this out on Bride Ministries. It's called Depths Depths of the Illuminati. He has some pictures that he did take of the implants. He was able to do it. And these implants are usually for control. That's what they were designed for. And I'm moving on to the Rothschilds, a little bit about them. The Ashkenazi Nazi Jews, I did speak about this before, but didn't speak about this part, but they're from Sumeria. Okay, hence the reason Ashken, Ashken Nats from Jotheth. And they intermingled with the Bauer family, which is a big occult family who is known as the Rothschilds. And the Bauer family also created House of Hanover and Windsor family, as well as the Bush family. Hence the reason for the incest and intermarrying and all that. And Robert does confirm that current nation-state Israel is counterfeit to God's true Israel. Because God's true Israel is Yeshua. Who is Jesus. Now... With that being said, I want to go ahead Excuse me. <laughs> I had a thought there that I had to think of. Now, going a little bit further into the point I was going to be making is based specifically on why Jesus, who is Yeshua, is Israel. And that goes into Romans chapter 11, verses 16 to 23, and it states Jesus becoming Israel. And becoming the Redeemer of Israel. And the people of God that he knows are being addressed to understand that God's redemptive agenda through Jesus is to bring the children of Israel. Okay, Paul calling himself of the tribe of Benjamin and defining himself as the cultivated olive tree by establishing a new covenant, unbelieving Jews are broken off and believing Gentiles are grafted into him. When the unbelieving Jews turn to Jesus, they're grafted in again. And 
also in Romans eleven sixteen through 23, again, it clearly defines Jews are excluded from being saved until believing in Christ Jesus. Now, we all become partakers of the commonwealth of Israel. Jesus is now the source, standing as representative of the house of Israel and house of Judah, as he fulfills in Jeremiah 31, verses 31 to 37. So Jeremiah 31, verses 31 to 37, and Romans 11, verses 16 to 23, confirms a new covenant made. Christian Zionists are looking forward to the coming kingdom where God makes a new covenant with the house of Israel and house of Judah. This is backwards thinking because Hosea 11.1 1 was fulfilled by Matthew 2, verse 15. Jeremiah 31, verse 31 to 37, and Romans 11, verse 16 to 23 confirms the new covenant made and Hosea 11.1 1, fulfilled by Matthew 2.15. Now, Jesus finishes fulfilling Jeremiah 31, verses 31 and 37 by himself in Revelation chapter 5, verse 5. Since Christ Jesus is the root of David, becoming a proxy for Judah, thus fulfilling the law and establishing a reuniting between man and God in his own person. Ephesians 2, verses 11 to 13 is confirmation that Jesus is the new Israel due to the new covenant. Jeremiah Again, which is Jeremiah 31, verse 31 to 37, Romans 11, 16 to 23, Hosea 11, 1, and Matthew 2, verse 15. Okay, so, since this is due to the new covenant, and takes the Jews and Gentiles and puts them in Israel, as he's the root, which is Revelation 5, verse 5, we now partake of the fatness of the tree and made members of the commonwealth of Israel. The new covenant Israel is redefined according to the finished work of Jesus Christ. So Romans chapter 2, verse 28 to 29 confirms Jewish belief of the Kabbalah belief, or in other words, a Jew is an unbeliever. Galatians chapter 3, verse 28 confirms all are the same in the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ. And Ephesians chapter 2, verse 15 shows Jesus Christ abolishes the old covenant, thinking as establishing a new for all. Now, I wanted to present that because this is why Jesus who is Yeshua, is Israel. So to move forward on, there are the two Jewish factions besides the Rothschild Zionists, which are the Ashkenazis. We have the Romanov Khazarians. Now, we already described it. Mount Hermon is the place where fallen angels are sent. However, we didn't talk about how the, there's rituals that are performed under the UN building. It's because of, because of the Lee lines, and that's spelled L-E-Y. It's a point in the Earth's system that connects the spiritual to the physical. So, to give a bit of an idea, in August of 1999... An Egyptian ritual was performed under the Pyramid of Giza, an attempt to bring in Age of Horrors. That's H-O-R-R-O-R-S. as a child sacrifice. People that were there were Queen Elizabeth, Queen Mum, one of the high commissioners of the UN, Jacques Chirac, which was then president of France in 1999, former Queen Beatrix of the Netherlands, current King Willem Alexander, George H.W. Bush, Dick Cheney, Colin Powell, who 
who is a retired four-star general, current politician and diplomat, among other UN officials, British and Dutch royal family members, as well as Evelyn Rothschild himself. Now, when looking at all the sci-fi technology, it's already been created. We already knew that, but it had to still be said. <laughs> now, people only think it's not avail available. And a lot of this, not all, but a good deal of it, was the creation that was started with Tesla's ideas. Before moving forward, I'm going to go ahead and take a quick break. When we come back, get right back in the program. Stay tuned. All right, welcome back, everyone. Appreciate you all staying tuned in. To get right back into this, I want to let you know how it really is like in the spirit realm, per se, towards time. So time expands when going into different points in history or the spirit realm. For example, we're in our present reality. So when there's time travel, which... For example, if you were to go backwards, because if you go forwards, that doesn't mean that's the future that's going to take place. It's a possible of what could. So, when you go back, time contracts. Meaning, when you get back to the present reality, hardly any time has elapsed. Now, when you go into the heavens, it expands. So that means things could be moving very, 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 very fast when you get back. A lot of time could have elapsed. No time could have elapsed. Maybe it elapsed very slowly. Whatever it is. I wanted to... Throw that in there, how that really is like. But I want to move on to how the CIA actually hired a scientist in the 1970s to create a ray beam and test it on a tomato plant that matured in two hours. And this was done in a desert. Without water, without anything else. I mean, there was the sun, of course, but a tomato plant grown in two hours with a ray beam, this can be done on a mass scale with other food and agriculture. It would literally bring so much food that we can end world hunger. But because we don't have that technology, that's why we can't do it right now. The CIA also created a heart attack gun. It means that the pellet or bullet, whatever it is, that enters the body, that evidence is just a poison. So it poisons the body for the heart to have a heart attack. And the material dissipates. It's, it dissolves. So it's, it's not there anymore. Now, 9-11 was to remove evidence of advanced technology 
and Kingdom of Darkness Ascension techniques. That's the true reason behind it. Yes, it was there for trauma. It was there for insurance fraud, murder, and all other abominations, but on the deepest part was how removing of advanced technology and ascension techniques. CERN is still doing the ascension techniques and opening up portals and whatnot. But to moving on to, for example, the Anunnaki or the reptilian draconian features. The Anunnaki and the, the draconian, they have similarities, but when they have the differences, that would be, for example, the draconian version that as being very hard to kill. They weigh at least a couple tons. They're between 18 to 22 feet. And they're as strong as between 8 to 12 men. So just think of the average that a man can bench press or really hold, which is two times his own weight. That's an average of getting yourself right. Think of that 8 to 12 times more. That's how strong they are. And that's because also the material on their body, the scales, it's very hard to cut through. So that's why you need certain technology to cut them through thoroughly. You're not just going to be able to use a nine millimeter. <laughs> I won't even pierce it. Let alone a 50 caliber. 50 caliber, eh, that might do some damage. Might pierce it. But you're going to need a little, something a little stronger like uh, some quantum weapons. Now, moving back onto the timeline, how one is sent into a timeline is by a psychic while sitting in a chair with wires attached to the individual. This is what they do with the satanic rituals. So, satanic ritual abuse rape that causes trauma to release energy that's stored in computer consoles. Those energies are wired to the chair into the psychic. A ball of light is seen coming in and out of an opened tunnel. The tunnel is black with different wavy colors, while the energy vibrates with a humming sound. Yeah, it's messed up. It gets even more gross, but yeah, time travel can be done by the kingdom of darkness also through rape. Like, 
being physically raped. So another way to understand through the the traveling through time, there's a black box with numbers and letters. It's activated to open the portal back up. But you must be in the original location in order to get back into the place that you were originally at. Now, there's opposite timelines, and these opposite timelines have things that look familiar, but are slightly out of sync. So, for example, you could have a painting in your room that could be a, a different painting than what you originally have. That's just a basic example. Now, to speak a bit upon, upon <laughs> a bit upon, <laughs> a bit upon a couple of different Egyptian rulers, which were not human, but they were hybrid creatures, is Neb Hepater Mentuhotep II, or Sankaherker Mentuhotep III. These were two Egyptian rulers. They were hybrids, they were not human. Hence why you'll come across the elongated skulls of Egyptian paintings of people that were at a high level of wealth and class. And even back then, Robert even saw how there were the alien greys, you know, the short little guys. Also the seven-foot praying mantis hybrid and reptilian hybrids. Yes, there are praying mantis hybrids where they are like they're human, but they also look like a praying mantis. Like their 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 head is like one. They kind of have the arms that are like praying mantis but they still have a humanoid body of walking around on two legs. Now to give a little bit more example on how there's more than just the illustrious Council of 13, uh, there's the Council of Nine which is called the Ascended Masters, and that's the Theosophical Society. It interacts with certain factions of fallen angels. There's Council of Seven, which is demons and fallen angels and promotes New Age movements. They smell like sulfur and rotten eggs. And Council of Three intertwines with the above councils and other councils, so on and so forth. Moving on from those because there's not much information else besides what has been mentioned. Uh, Fukushima, Daiichi, the nuclear disaster that happened, was set off by the Romanov family not to negotiate with or go against them. Uh, the Romanov family reigned power and control 
and it was controlling Russia, China, North Korea, and other similar surrounding countries since the 1970s, and that's because the Rothschilds tried to assassinate them, kill them off in the Bolshevik re Revolution, but failed. The Montauk Project, everybody's a little curious about that, but it's Satan's seed used children to go back to pre-flood and post-flood for collecting Nephilim genetics. This was brought to Mars for hybrid creation in the days to come before Jesus' second coming. Hence the reason why there's going to be all the Nephilim and whatnot that's going to appear. Now, the separate families aren't working together, or the plans for New World Order would have happened a lot sooner. Hence the reason why the Romanovs and the Rothschilds hate each other. But to give a bit of more background onto the Rothschilds, the black nobility is the House of Monaco, which is the Grimaldi bloodline. And so, they purchased Monaco in 1419. The family beginning was 1200. So the Rothschilds and Hanover family originate from the Grimaldi family, which is also the Windsors and the Bush family, which we've mentioned. The Grimaldi family micromanages the Committee of 300. The Committee of 300 organizes and delegates members of the Illuminati. Now here's what a lot of people didn't know. This is something I didn't know until after hearing this. The 00 agents, like 007, James Bond. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> the 00 agents, they operate for the Committee of 300 to eliminate any opposition. So two factions in the intel community are always going to fight each other, the Rothschilds and the Romanovs. I'm going to keep saying that so people understand that. But to give the backgrounds on the history where they came from, we have the Ashkenazi Jews came from Sumeria, Iraq. Around 500 to 700 AD is when they migrated to South Russia, which is Georgia, in the Caucasus Mountains and intermingled with the Khazarians. The Romanovs became Khazarian Jews that merged into Europe to form banking system and mix genetics with royalty. The Rothschilds are Ashkenazi Jews. So, Europe has been a big battlefield, just as Eastern world. Now, the two factions aren't working together. They're rather fighting each other as the Illuminati group is spread apart. Satan just orchestrates both sides. If you've ever seen Harry Potter... It's like that. Voldemort, he orchestrates his people by compartmentalizing them to do certain things in one sector. Doesn't tell them about the other side and what they're doing. Controlled opposition. Well, here's what y'all didn't know. The Romanovs got Obama elected. Obama isn't black, so he's not African-American. He's not born in Hawaii. And his wife was a male named Michael. That a lot of people did know about. <laughs> but Obama is actually Indian. 
if I'm not mistaken, with what Robert said. Now, the fake alien invasion will look like they're helping and say they're the ones that created us. Which is a fallacy. But the Majestic 12. It's another thing that people are wanting to know. The Majestic 12 was formed by President Truman through Executive Order 9981 to facilitate a committee of scientists, the military leaders and government officials to the president for recovery and investigation of alien spacecraft. This was in New Mexico. The first so-called spacecraft that crashed. So yes, aliens are hybrids of Nephilim. Now, Pre President Eisenhower exchanged U.S. citizens for experimentation on them for knowledge. Because he's part of the satanic elite. Was, because, you know, he died. So besides Area 51, there's also Area 52, 53, and 54. And uh, Hillary Clinton actually talks about Area 53 or 54 once. She has a slip of the tongue, and you can look that up. It's even on Google. You'll be able to find it. Now, to show a little bit about what Mars is like, Mars has breathable atmosphere, but it has dangerous wildlife, like dinosaur wildlife, like, you know, Tyrannosaurus rex, and more than just that, things that we don't, haven't really come across before. <laughs> there are glass buildings that are on Mars physically, and glass is electromagnetic. It's like see-through. So kind of like the... Uh, kind of like uh, in, in Star Wars where they have that seal-off on one of the starships between space and inside the, the craft itself. And there's also humanoids with blue skin living on Mars. Kind of like in the movie the fifth, the fifth Element. And some even speak with telepathy. And of course they have vehicles like cars without wheels that float with electromagnetic pulse. And here's what's really odd. Because this is what they're trying to aim for. The place is clean and peaceful with shining white pavements. The alternate timeline in 2035 of, of an onslaught between the U.S. and Russia to wipe out two-thirds of the world's population, moving to 2050 with Rothschild takeover with AI over the rest of the population. Kind of sounds like what we're going through right now, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And then there's the underground entrances to underwater cities for the... Hollow Earth, which would be Ghana, Nigeria, the Bahamas, just name some places, and there is in South America as well. But I wanted everybody to know about that, what was really going on, what was taking place, and how it really looks like on the back end for the evil that goes on and what they are doing and it's really weird but again 
I always say this that Yeshua HaMashiach is Jesus our Messiah. Jesus Christ is our Lord and Savior. And if you do not believe, believe. But also do what's right for you to actually understanding more about him. Experience him. But when you believe with all your heart, all your soul, all your minds, and he came in the flesh, and was born of a virgin, spent 33 years in ministry, three years of that. The last three years of his physical life was killed and sacrificed on a cross. So you raised from the dead three days later to bear the sin curse. So we would become kings and priests, manifesting the kingdom of God from heaven into the earth. And with that being said, I appreciate you all listening in to this content and supporting it. And until next time, we'll give you something new, something different, like always. Peace out.